and welcome to Noah's Window. I hope you're off to a good start today, or I hope that you're having a good day, whatever time you're listening or watching. So many have told us that they start their day off with Noah's Window, and what an honor it is to just join you early in the morning. I think I might have a thought that will encourage you in this day, whatever it is you're uh, headed into today, this might be a thought that would just put a smile on your face. First of all, let me ask you this question. Have you ever tried to do something, make something, draw something, write something, and you get halfway through it and you want to just wad it up, scratch it out, throw it away, start over because it just didn't go right? And and if you could, you would just, I don't know. I, I was thinking about so many times because I've worked in uh, financial records for so many years, dating way back to before we came to this church. But um, as the computer age came around and I learned uh, how to do some spreadsheets, I remember several times having long nights of setting up a spreadsheet and, and installing all kinds of formulas and setting all the little pieces up like a big puzzle. And then right in the middle of it, you get this big error message and you just want to, I don't know, run away, dig a hole. <laughs> there, I don't know if there's anything quite as discouraging as just having to start over from scratch. But, you know, when when you get it all the way you need it to be, and, and again, I think about accounting things because that's uh, what I've done so much. I'm not an artist, but uh, I do love all the rows in order and everything totaling out. And when you get all that right, you know, you'd want to just sit back and say, that's a masterpiece. It does everything that it's supposed to do. It's given me the right answers. It's arranged properly. It's visually everything it needs to be. And it just puts a smile on your face because you got the project right. Well, I don't know if you've thought of yourself as a masterpiece, but as we're looking in Ephesians chapter 2, today that's what we're going to talk about, the fact that we in Christ are his masterpiece. So whatever you thought when you glanced in that mirror this morning, forget all that. Let's look at it a different way. So in Ephesians chapter 2, we're jumping in where we left off yesterday. We're going to jump in in verse 10. So when you see the first word that says for... It's referring back to what we just talked about yesterday in verses 8 and 9. So if you've forgotten what that's about, you might want to just back up as you're reading and read that again. But in verse 10, Paul says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do. And the so is a big, you know, it's just a two-letter word, but it's so big because it gives us the why here. Okay, why? Why, are, why has he created us anew in Christ? So, in order that, we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So, God has a plan for us to fulfill individually, uniquely, in our time, in our place, in our location. It's, it's as individual as you are. And God planned long ago for you to fulfill this plan. And it's because he created us anew in Christ Jesus that we're able to do that. So, we're not a fixer-upper. We're brand new. We're created brand new. Now you say, well, Mary Alice, how can that be? Because I, you know, when I accepted Christ, I looked in the mirror the next day. I looked just the same. There is a mystery to the new birth that we don't understand. We'll never understand. It's one of those things we just have to take by faith. Now, most probably all of us, after we trusted the Lord, we felt different. And, and feelings are very capricious. And you can't base anything too factual on feelings. But most of us saw a significant difference in our life, in our desires, in our aspirations, in our direction in life, in our view of, of God himself, in our view of his work in our life. 
all those things changed. Maybe it was the beginning of a change. And, and, and obviously we all grow because we're born as new babes and we're going to grow in that walk of faith. But as mysterious as it is, we're going to take by faith when God tells us that in Christ Jesus, we're made brand new. There's another passage that tells us all the old is gone. We're brand new. So um, even though we can't see it, we're going to trust that we are his masterpiece. Now, masterpiece is an interesting word that was used because he didn't say we were a fixer upper. He didn't say, I'm just going to like, you know, change the windows out and put in new doors and put a coat of paint on you. He made us brand new, completely new. We're a completely new person. And that's exciting. You know, um, if you have something that's uh, used, there's there's character to it. And there's, a, a, you know, we talk about, especially in this day and age, the patina of age and there's there's a, a beauty to age but there's something wonderful about brand new isn't there everything's clean uh nothing's been spoiled it's all brand new and that's what god has done for us he's made us brand new and we are his masterpiece um and so he did that he made us his masterpiece so that we can do the good things he planned for us now i wonder what those good things are now maybe you're thinking of a list um I would encourage you to to not think that way. I would encourage you to get into the scripture to get to know who God is. Because until you understand a little more about who God is, get to know him a little more, you won't fully understand what it is he wants you to do. It's not a list. It's not a checklist that, you know, I remember when I was a kid at home in the summertime, my mom was working and I was left by myself and she would leave me a list of chores to do for the day. And I'd better get those done because my relationship with her was going to be a little different at the end of the day if, if those things weren't done. And I think sometimes our relationship with God, we, we think of it that way. And that's not at all. That's not at all what he has in mind here. It's so much better than that. It's so much more important than that. It's so much more personal than that. But you need to get to know God to truly understand that. So if you want to know what it is he's created you to do, he's made you a masterpiece to do. You need to get to know him. And the way to get to know him is in this book. So I hope that you're opening this book. I am, um, you know, I'm old now. So I guess when you're old, you get to have pet peeves, right? So one of my pet peeves in recent years is a lot of, um, it's not just the younger generation. I won't wag my finger at them because a lot of people in Christianity in my generation are doing the same thing. Um, there seems to be a, a universal um, celebration of how many books we can read in a year. And there's nothing wrong with that. Reading is a good thing. But I haven't seen people who are posting book number 35 for the year 2020 saying, hey, I just finished Isaiah. I just finished Jeremiah. I just finished Matthew and Mark. We have spent so much time and energy, money, and uh, just intellectual capital on reading books about the Bible. Please, please, please let me challenge you. Before you read the books about the Bible, read the Bible. Read the Bible itself. Don't let the commentaries tell you what to believe about what was said when you can read this for yourself. I'm so passionate about this. There's so many. I'm answering emails even today of people who uh, are, are relying on, on movies to tell them what to believe or relying on uh, Internet videos to tell them what to believe or relying on. Uh, popular um, uh, writers, even within the Christian community, to tell them what to believe. I, I would just really encourage you to learn to read the Bible for yourself. We, we have English translations. 
easy to read English translations. It's so, so important for you to read this book for yourself. Um, I would just urge you, please, please do that. Uh, open it up every day. Turn these pages every day. Read in it every day. Um, Mark and I, and I know we've mentioned this many times, and I've got this in front of me because um, I couldn't put my hands on my New Spring Bible, but this is a one-year Bible that we read out of every day. Now, right now, we're a little behind, but that's okay. Um, it gives us a passage from the Old Testament, the New Testament, Psalms and Proverbs, and it, it's just such a delight to read all the way through the Scripture every year, year after year. And I'm not trying to score points by saying, you know, I could go online and say book number 50 of this year. But that's not the point. That's not the point. The, the point is not to, um, we talked about this yesterday, the point is not to brag about the books that I've read. That's not the point. It's my joy to get to read this Bible. Men gave their lives. Some were burned at the stake so that we could have this translation in our language, in our hands. And we shouldn't take that for granted. It's so important. God and his sovereignty has preserved this and, and allowed us to have it so we can read it for ourselves. And, I, and I'll get off my soapbox, but please read this book for yourself. Open the pages, read it. Read it and, and pray and ask God to help you understand it. And, and where you have questions, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. There are answers to your questions. So um, just please don't be afraid to get in there and read this for yourself. So that's my, um, that's my soapbox for today. Um, but okay, so we are a masterpiece. I hope... That encourages you today. You probably didn't think about Masterpiece when you were looking in the mirror this morning. I know I didn't. Um, age is catching up with me. and um, uh, But that's okay. I wouldn't trade my journey for anything in the world. I'm so thankful that God in His mercy and in His grace that we read about, have been reading about in the book of Ephesians, saw fit to deliver me uh, from Satan's grip and gave me the opportunity to Believe in him so that I could be saved for eternity because of what Jesus did. Not because of anything I did. No list that I accomplished. Have no bragging in heaven. But it's what, all about what Jesus did for me. And I'm so, so thankful. And I just want to stay in this word and uh, get to know God better every day of my life until he calls me home. So I hope that would encourage you today. And I hope that you'll be challenged to get that book, that Bible out, dust it off and open the pages and dig in and learn it for yourself. We want to, at New Spring, we want to help you with that. I'm so thankful for those of you who've been coming to Theopraxis. We started that last week. Um, and we'll pick up again next week, tomorrow. Let's see, I'm recording on Tuesday, so by the time you reach, uh, watch this, it will already be passed. But um, the first Wednesday was November the 4th. And so we won't, again, have Theopraxis until the 11th. Lord willing, we'll have it on the 11th. And we'll be talking about the Old Testament. If you haven't already joined in, it's not too late. You can, if you need childcare, you need to jump online and register. It's still open, so you can let us know you need childcare. But otherwise, we would love to see you. Um, one thing, because you're going to be watching this on Friday, I hope that you'll consider if you've been attending New Spring, joining us for life at New Spring. Um, we'll keep registration open, probably through Friday evening, so you can go online and see if there's still spaces available either on Saturday or Sunday. There's generally more spaces available on Sunday than Saturday. But we would love to see you. And Life at New Spring is just a place to come, get questions answered. We'll present all the opportunities at New Spring. We'll tell you how to get involved if you want to do that. If you want to become a member, we can tell you how to do that. We talk about some of the uh, most frequently asked questions about our doctrine, what we believe, what we teach. 
and uh, other things. Um, but anyway, we would love to have you come and explore with us if you are interested in, in New Spring Church. We would love to uh, see you there at Life at New Spring. Okay, I know I'm going long, so I want to wrap up for today and have prayer with you. But thank you so much for stopping by, and we'll look forward to you tomorrow. But let's have a word of prayer before we go. Father, thank you so much for allowing us to have copies of your word so that we could get to know you. Thank you for uh, giving us copies that are in our own native language that we can easily read for ourselves. What a privilege that we have and what a high price so many paid so that we could have this Bible in our hands to read for ourselves. I pray, Lord, that you would encourage our hearts to uh, read your word as you reveal yourself to us. Um, most importantly, more important than anything else we read, more important than any newspaper, any commentary, just I pray that you would just draw us to your word, that we would get to know you better. I pray that you be with each person who's watching, each person that's listening even today, that you would bless them, bless their families, wrap them in your arms of love, and guide them through whatever challenges they're facing today. Thank you for the many, 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 many blessings that you've showered on us in this time and in this place, and in spite of all the challenges, you are a good God, and we are so thankful. And I just pray your blessings on this day, and we ask you all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again for joining us. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless.